Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome into the Fog.net podcast. My name is Michael Swain, the Kansas beat writer for 24-7 Sports. I'm joined by Kevin Flaherty. No, it's not a Sunday night. And no, we're not going to talk about a KU football game that just happened. We've got some breaking news, Kevin. Um, Jalen Daniels will be back at Kansas during the 2024 season. Look, this has been a, a challenging season, I think, for, for Jalen Daniels coming into it with all the accolades that he had. Big 12 preseason offensive player of the year. First team all Big 12. The sky was the limit, I think, for Daniels in this offense and everything around it. And then obviously, as we've covered a lot on this podcast, Kevin, the back injury happens and it kind of derails everything. And I think over the last week, the social media speculation, emphasis on speculation has ramped up with people saying all sorts of unfactual things. And it forced this video, which I'll, I'll play now so folks can can see it if they've not seen it yet. I'm going to be blunt. This season didn't go as planned. But life comes at you fast, and sometimes your story's out of your control. But I guess that just means I have unfinished business. My dreams haven't changed. My goals are still there, and my vision for my future is clear. So you want something to talk about? Talk about this. I'm not done yet, and I'm not going anywhere. Rock Chalk. So, pretty emphatic. From Jalen Daniels. So, Kevin, for you, when you see this come through on your, on your old X or Twitter timeline, what was your instant reaction? Yeah, I, I thought, first of all, you know, the, the timing was obviously really interesting given that, you know, it, it feels like, I don't want to say rumors, but chatter about this certainly mm-hmm. has intensified over the last week. And with, uh, with where, you know, some of these rumors, I, I don't want to say started because that wasn't really the case, but where maybe they got amplified a, a little bit and, and who Kansas is playing this week, you know, it, I think that was, that was probably a big part of it. Um, look, we, we've talked on the show before about the nature of back injuries, right? Like that way. And, and that's what, that's one of the problems with, with back injuries yeah. is when somebody breaks an arm or when they sprain their knee or something like that, we generally know, this is the timeline for the recovery for that injury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's not that you never have setbacks, but with the training staffs being what they are, with the team doctors being what they are and everything, generally they're they're on those timelines, right? If somebody's out four to eight weeks, it, they usually come back 
within four to eight weeks. And so yeah. I, I think that's one of the challenging things about back injuries is Lance Leipold would love to be able to stand up in front of all of us and say, hey, Jalen's got this in his back. He'll be back in three weeks. He can't do that because of the nature of back injuries. And obviously we saw Jalen miss the opener. We saw him come back, play the next three games. We saw him then, you know, get declared out kind of in the the first moments before the Texas game. And he's kind of fluctuated since, right? Like, I don't know that he's ever been, hey, Jalen's super close to playing right now. Mm -hmm. But he's been at different stages in that recovery, right? Like, he went to Oklahoma State, didn't Mm -hmm. dress. Dressed out for Oklahoma, warmed up for Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. The next game is Iowa State. He doesn't make the trip. And Lance Leipold talks, basically talked about at that point. He says there's good days and there's bad days. And this last week, there were bad days, basically. That's, and I know I've talked quite a bit at this point, but that's the problem with back injuries. But that also, I think, is kind of what lent its way to some of these rumors like, oh, is he coming back? Is he sitting out for other reasons? You know, sort of all these different things. And it was nice to see... You know, it, it was kind of funny. There was there was a Twitter post today that I responded to where mm-hmm. somebody said, "Well, gosh, like why why doesn't Jalen just come out and, and say what this is?" And sure enough, a, a few hours later, mm-hmm. Jalen came out and, and said, "You know, hey, this year hasn't gone according to plan, but you know, here's uh, here's what's going on right now." What did you think? Yeah, no, exactly right. I think you really hit on the, at least the newsworthy points, Kevin. Where it's hard to track because it's not linear right and like you mentioned i think a lot of people started to maybe panic when he didn't travel to iowa state and i think leipold was pretty transparent post game you know saying that hey as i've said all along there are good weeks and there are bad weeks and this was a bad week and i think the thing is there was somewhat linear progress over time right where hey you know it goes from you know has the injury against texas he can't be on the sideline because they don't want something to happen to him during the UCF game. Then he travels yep. to Oklahoma state. Hey, there's a bye week You know, he's able to do a little bit more physical activity during the bye week He's able to warm up against Oklahoma. And then there's a setback, right? So if you track this week to week, there is some linear, um, I guess, progress and then a step back. But for me, Kevin, like in terms of the transfer thing, look, you see this now where guys who are going to transfer quit. Right. You look at what happened at Boise State where they've got this sweet wide receiver who's going to be a huge portal name, um, Eric McAllister. He just quit the team this past week. He said, I'm done. I'm going in the portal before the head coach got fired. And if Jalen was going to transfer, that's the route you go, because guess what happens? You start the bidding right there. You know, and so I think for me, that was one of the things that at least in the back of my head, I'm just like this. None of this. If you're going to try and convince me that he's transferring, this doesn't add up at all. So. Look, this is over with now. Hopefully, this discussion can be done, you know, for eternity. Hopefully, um, well, but it, and that wasn't yeah. all he said. Do you want to put up the statement that oh, he had? Yeah, or whatever totally. Too? So, yeah, I mean, because I, I thought the video was great, but I thought he actually clarified it better in the statement. Like, yeah, it's almost, it it's almost like a, a written statement through KU yeah. is going to come out a little cleaner. So I'll read it to you for folks that are listening to us on the podcast platform. So it says Jayhawk nation. I want to thank you for your support and well wishes as I battle back from injury. 
Personally, it has been an incredibly difficult time being away from the game that I love and not being able to play with my brothers in front of our incredible fans on Saturday. The adversity that I have faced this season will help me come back stronger when the time is right. Kansas is a very special place to me, and I will be back next season to continue to move the program forward under Coach Leipold. Rock chalk. So that's the statement that he put out. And that for me is like the one where you're like, okay, cool. It's clear. Yeah. Right. Cause I think if you watch the video, I think you're right, Kevin. Like you can, if you want to put you on your draw, you hat again. between the lines, but this right. actually says it right there. Yeah, exactly. So Jalen Daniels will be back for Kansas next year. Um, that I, I also thought the other interesting thing mm-hmm. I thought about that was him saying his return when the time is right doesn't mean that this season's over, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Um, and, and I'm not saying he will come back, but I mean, there's a bowl game still to be played. Exactly. I mean, and, and different things. And, and so it wasn't a, I'll be back next season, but this year I'm done with. It was, I'll be back when the time, when the time is right. It was very interesting wording for me yeah. with that part, but obviously the main part is him saying flat out, I will be back at Kansas next season. And when we start to talk about what that means, there are going to be some people out there who say, oh, Jalen's injury prone, so on and so forth. I don't know how fair that is given the difference in the two injuries, right? Like it's one thing when a guy keeps having the same knee injury or he keeps Mm -hmm. having whatever else. A back injury is very different. It lingers in a different way than what he had with his shoulder. And and I think – I'm not saying you don't go in with a little bit of concern. And I I think it'll be interesting to see if they do decide to go to the transfer portal to try and get a number two, because if, if not, Jason Bean is, you know, he's graduating. He, he won't be here this year. Cole Ballard, you know, was, was a walk on true freshman. You kind of saw a little bit of, of what he has when he got thrown into the fire this week, Isaiah Marshall enrolling early coming in, talented guy if Jalen gets hurt again do you want to throw Isaiah Marshall into the fire and so I I do think that it'll be interesting to see if they do go out and get somebody in the transfer portal to to kind of back up Jalen this year with the idea that hey down the line you know you could you could compete for this starting job you know once Jalen moves on I think the other thing that's that's kind of interesting with this is if Jalen is able to stay healthy next year, mm-hmm. Kansas has a chance at another top 10 offense. When you look at the other, all the things that they could potentially bring back. And I'm not saying they're going to bring back all of these guys. I'm just saying these guys can come back. Devin Neal, Daniel Hyshaw, the entire receiving core can come back. You lose Mason Fairchild at tight end, not, not a small loss, but theoretically you get a healthy Trevor Cardell back. You get Jared Casey back. You bring back three starting offensive linemen. And while Dominic Pooney, I I think, has been the best of that bunch this year and has been terrific and he's going to be a loss, you have some options there. Whether it's a guy like Calvin Clements taking a step forward, whether it's a transfer, whether it's Logan Brown. And so when you put all that together, I think you have so much experience and, and so many returning guys that, there's a very real chance that Kansas could be elite offensively again next year. Totally. I, I agree in terms of the returning production, right? That's the part that, you know, 
theoretically, if Jalen had gone to the NFL this year or, you know, if anything had happened, right. KU would have been fine getting a, a good transfer portal quarterback, right. Because of all those things you just listed, right. The wide receivers are back, the tight ends. I think you can look at the offensive line and say, you've got four starters back really, Kevin, because Michael Ford will slide to center most likely if I had to guess. And then you've got Kobe Baines and Armaje Reed Adams and then Bryce Cable do. So left tackle really is the big question. Um, And you're right. Like this is huge for KU next season, because I think you'd also expect the defense to continue to improve year over year, like we've seen, and they're going to hit the portal and try and improve again and get more athletic and get better. And I think, Defense, right? I talk about this all the time, Kevin. Defense is about talent. Offense is about coaching. We've sure. seen KU what they can do this season when they are able to continue to add layers to the offense, right? And so this offseason is another chance where you can really add more layers because, like you mentioned, they return so much. And that's huge looking for next season. I think the quarterback room is really fascinating. We learned on Wednesday night on Lance Leipold's radio show that Cole Ballard is on scholarship now. So you're looking at a quarterback room now next year of Jalen Daniels on scholarship, Cole Ballard on scholarship, Isaiah Marshall on scholarship. And so you're you're right. Um, So four guys on scholarship. Right. And so I think that's probably where they're going to want to be because this coaching staff is a we take one quarterback per class. That's how we roll. And so I think quarterback depth next year, you look at it and you say, okay, hey, Cole Ballard, I think he showed you some stuff with another year of development. Maybe you feel okay about him being your backup. Isaiah Marshall is going to enroll early, so he'll be on campus in late January. That's pretty big in terms of just, hey, getting time on task, getting reps. Lance Leipold has talked about it. Guys that enroll early have such a huge head start on the summer enrollees when it comes to competing for playing time, competing for spots on the bus for a road trip. So I think you look at the quarterback room, it's going to be really young next year. I think for me, the issue is going to be, okay, you know, do you want to outlay another scholarship for a quarterback when they're already really tight on scholarships, right, Kevin? You got to remember now, he was at 85, and they've already pretty much matched up the scholarships for next year. And and you've already got your guy for 2025, too, in in David McComb. And so, you know, there is some some thought that if you wind up adding another guy, you know, who theoretically could be the starter next year or whatever. Cause I think you, mm-hmm. I'm not sure anybody'd want to come to Kansas to be Jalen Daniels backup for a year and then graduate. Not so, even that's good. So you, so you'd have to get somebody who would see themselves as a starter in a year or two, or at least competing with Isaiah Marshall or, or Cole Ballard and those guys. Uh, you look at, uh, you look at what Ole Miss did, um, this Oof. transfer portal. You know, and they just they threw stuff at, at quarterback transfers, which was was kind of hilarious. They went out and got Spencer Sanders, who does not play for them. Um, Jackson Dart wound up winning the winning the starting job, but they also got I'm totally blanking on his name right now, which is why I'm uh, I'm bringing this up. They also brought in Walker Howard from LSU, mm-hmm. and Walker Howard was a guy that you know I think they felt like. Maybe he doesn't compete for the starting job this year because you've got Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders, but he's somebody that'll be there that can compete, you know, maybe starting next year, the year after that. I don't know that Kansas is going to go out and get a Walker Howard. I do think that that's an option for them, though, potentially. if Depending on how they feel about, okay, Cole Ballard is a really legitimate number two 
heading into next year. And and Cole Ballard can make up their minds on that. I mean, he's yeah. he's gonna have some time and get some practice reps where he can convince them that hey, I I can be that guy. You don't have to go get anybody else. Exactly. And that's why I think yeah, it'll be a very interesting December for what Kansas does in the portal. Because again, like I said, scholarship numbers are pretty tight. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do. But at least in the meantime, Kevin, you know, Jalen won't be playing against K-State unless there's like a Willis Reed type moment where all of a sudden he runs out of the locker room. And I mean, that statement would go crazy, but no, that, that doesn't seem likely. It's a question of, Hey, did Jason Bean get enough practice reps on Wednesday and Thursday? Sure. And then the walkthrough Friday to be able to play. If not, it's Cole Ballard. And like you said, Kevin, right. He's got an opportunity to show what he can do with, some reps of practice, right? Cause sure. when you practice Sunday, he will have got, he got the reps. Then he got the reps on Tuesday. Jason Bean was back on Wednesday, um, which is another big practice day for KU. And so it's just a question of how do the coaches feel with Jason's sharpness with the practice reps he was able to get. I think in an ideal scenario, you, you try to play him, but if he's not healthy enough to go, I mean, yeah. you, you know, you go with Cole Ballard, right? You can't risk these guys and the long-term health of them. Um, so I'm sure Jason will want to play, but that's one of the things that Saturday we spent all this time talking about quarterback stuff. It's like Saturday, it's going to focus going to be on those two guys. And I think after two weeks, when we get into kind of bowl prep, then the folks will probably shift back to, Hey, will Jalen be able to play in the bowl game? Sure. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, whether or not Jason Bean is able to play this week, you know, barring something happening to him this week, I think he would be in line to play against Cincinnati in the in the finale more than likely. Um, and so, when you when you look at all that, there's no need for for Jalen really to return this regular season or, or to push it. But having that month or or all that extra prep time or or whatever else, you know, maybe he does get to a spot where he's feeling pretty good and. You know, you you want to give him a run out there in the bowl game. You know, you're you're able to do that. And so I did, like I said, I did find that line. I'll, I'll return when the time is right, basically, yeah. because it wasn't I'll return next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is going to be back next season, which I think you know is is something that has to make Kansas fans pretty pretty excited. And when you think about the returning production on offense, probably the guys that they could return on defense. I think you're looking at a team that's pretty likely to start next year ranked and have a and have a chance to have a pretty big season and you really think about it Swain we've talked about it Travis Goff talked about it when we had him on the podcast with the Big 12 shift over with the new teams with Texas and Oklahoma going goodbye how great would it be for Kansas if they could really you know I don't want to say have a breakout year because they've already had these breakout seasons but if they could have the type of year where they could reach the Big 12 title game in the first year of the new Big mm-hmm. 12. Yeah, and take a huge step, right? And yeah. also, you got to think about this now, right, Kevin? We're about to enter a new age of college football, or at least during this current TV contract, right? Okay, you could theoretically compete for a college football playoff spot next year. Yep, yep. It's as simple as it is, right? Obviously, as you've seen this year, right? Got to stay healthy. Got to be healthy at the right times of the season to do it. Yep. But in terms of what Kansas has, in terms of its production, in terms of its schedule, you look at the schedule. I mean, we can get into this in the offseason. How about that? <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of offseason conversations we're having here. But I think that, that's what I've got, at least, Kevin, as it pertains to Jalen Daniels. Pretty exciting, I think, for KU fans heading into this game on Saturday where at the tailgates in the stadium, 
There's no talking like, oh, is Jalen going to be back next year? He's answered that question. Yeah, yeah, and they answered it in two different ways with a with a video and a statement, just in case you weren't sure what the video was was a hundred percent saying. But yeah. uh, but no, it, it's it's a good day, I think, for Kansas fans, obviously, and and, and I'm interested to see how Jalen is going to continue to grow because I think. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at his stats and, and I don't have them in front of me and I probably should, we threw this together really quick. It's an emergency podcast. It is an emergency but, podcast. But, but uh, Jalen to me was more efficient as a thrower this year than he was a year ago. Um, and, and when you look at, you know, maybe him continuing to take steps in that direction, you know, I, I do think that, you know, he can continue to, to up the accuracy as he has this year. He was making plays downfield and being really efficient with that. Uh, I, I think all of those are, are areas where, you know, they he can continue to continue to get better and the Kansas yeah. offense can continue to get better. So Exactly right. And I think we've seen with this staff, right, year over year growth yep. for individuals, for units, right, is pretty impressive. So that'll do it, Kevin. We'll be back Sunday. I think we're doing Sunday morning recording. Sunday morning, yeah. I think our faces will look a little bit different as we record at 8 a.m. after a a 6 p.m. kickoff, which means one of us will be going to bed at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah, probably so. But it'll be a a good time, though, and we've only got a few more of these left this season. So we've got to continue to enjoy them. But at least least before that one, we did get to get an emergency podcast in. So. Got to get the sirens in the feed, Kevin. But yeah, it's crazy to think the season's almost over. But this is, a, I think, for a lot of people, a pretty good way to at least end the the work week, get into sure. the weekend of football. Obviously, like I mentioned, we'll be back on Sunday for another podcast. Um, folks watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're liking the videos, dropping comments. All those things go a long way in helping us out. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, make sure you're also leaving ratings and reviews. Those equally do a huge help for us in getting this podcast to a lot of new people. For Kevin Flaherty, I'm Michael Swain. We'll- you can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.